Good afternoon, good evening, Lafayette. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number if you want to be part of the conversation or you can use the KPL app chat. Be part of the conversation that way. Plenty of y'all do. I talk to y'all every day. You know you've got the opportunity to be part of the program there. It is your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by... Our friends just around the corner, Service Chevrolet, Cadillac, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey here in Lafayette, or check them out online, servicegm.com. I'm going to tell you I'm nine hours into a 10-hour day. It's been a very long day, uh, but I, I, I've been reading the news headlines as they come in, and there's a lot to discuss. I want to start with international stories. Part of the, part of the thing right now is we've gotten into 2024. We have a lot to talk about when it comes. I mean, we the the foreign the foreign stories that we're talking about are uh, Israel, Gaza, and Russia, Ukraine to a lesser extent. We don't talk about a lot of stuff that's either tangentially related, kind of related, off to the side. We don't talk about any other areas. And we're not really see we're, we're not connecting every dot that there is. The big picture from 30,000 feet up is that the Middle East in its entirety is a mess right now. And there's a story that's not getting as much attention that should be getting a lot of attention. Remember back during the Obama years, we saw the rise of the Islamic State of is of Iraq and Syria or Iraq and Levant if you want to call them ISIS ISIL whatever we saw the rise of ISIS during the Obama years and the Obama administration referred to ISIS as the JV team they weren't a threat and then wouldn't you know it ISIS had taken over a large portion of the area that they were trying to create an Islamic state in. ISIS has been attacked. They've been targeted. They've been dismantled in many ways. We didn't really hear from them during the Trump years. And in fact, although a lot of people will not like to admit it, the uh, the Qassam Soleimani, the Iranian general who was a big sponsor of terrorism, was an enemy of the U.S. Donald Trump had him assassinated. That dude was killed in a bombing. And everybody said, oh, my God, Donald Trump's causing World War Three, just like they said when he was when he moved the U.S. embassy in Israel causing World War III. You know what didn't happen? World War III. And even more interestingly, the Middle East was fairly quiet. Fast forward, Joe Biden, in his first year in office, conducts a hasty withdrawal from Afghanistan, ignoring all of his advisors, thinking he knew more than anybody else. Afghanistan collapsed 
within 72 hours. And we've seen the rise ever since of more and more terror elements across the Middle East. And they've been at war with each other. These are warring factions. But we've seen the rise of anti-Western and anti-American rhetoric in the Middle East. We've seen the rise of more of these terror groups. And we've seen the Taliban, some of these others, start to regain a foothold in these areas. Which brings me back to ISIS. Yesterday, there was a bombing in Iran as they were celebrating Qasem Soleimani. There was a terror attack. Now, many people rushed out and blamed Israel for the bombing. Israel did not bomb this area that was filled with civilians in Iran. But a lot of people who hate Israel, who are anti-Semitic, they blamed the Jews for that bombing. ISIS is now claiming responsibility. More than 100 people are dead. Hundreds more are injured. There were a pair of bombs that were remotely detonated at a public event honoring the four-year anniversary of General Qasem Soleimani's death at the hands of a U.S. air raid. In Iraq, a U.S. drone strike earlier today killed the leader of an Iran-aligned militia group operating in neighboring Iraq who was directly responsible for killing Americans. The Iranian-backed militias have conducted 115 attacks on U.S. and allied forces in the region since the October 7th attacks. The Houthis in Yemen, also backed by Iran, were essentially shutting down international shipping in the Red Sea. A group of, and, and they, they are a, a government force. They, they were a, a government in, in Yemen. But the, this group shutting down the Red Sea was essentially a group of pirates, glorified pirates, shutting down shipping in the Red Sea. The U.S. and 12 allies have issued a final warning to them to cease attacks on shipping vessels or face military consequences. If you will recall, when Donald Trump was in office, you didn't see this. You didn't see this disruption, this chaos in the Middle East. You didn't see Russia launching an invasion into Ukraine when Donald Trump was president. You didn't see Iran acting emboldened. And in fact, Iran kind of cowered at the fact that Donald Trump did not mind pulling the trigger on Qasem Soleimani. What changed? The administration. See, here in the United States, there has been a rash of very serious crimes. Violent crime is making a lot more headlines. But along with it are a lot of petty crimes. Shoplifting. Assaults. Things like that. Those aren't getting prosecuted at the rate they were, and so they're growing. All because Democrats have refused to enforce the laws at our southern border because the Biden administration refused to enforce immigration law. We now have a major issue at the border because more people feel emboldened, empowered 
to come to the U.S. illegally, and the cartels feel more empowered to ship their drugs into the U.S. And globally, without the U.S. taking a more aggressive stance against these terror groups, they have been emboldened to start acting out. They planned with money that the Biden administration basically gave them by lifting sanctions on oil sales. Iran was able to fund these terror groups to launch attacks on Israel, our closest ally in the Middle East, on October 7th, allowing the Houthi rebels to shut down the Red Sea, to allow ISIS to start attacking Iran and try to start rebuilding their own faction in the Middle East. Iran feels emboldened to do all this. It feels emboldened to uh, send a militia group into Iraq. And if Joe Biden weren't so pudding brain to be able to, that he's not able to play a fiddle, he would be fiddling while the world burned. That's just a fact. Because his administration, his administration has done nothing. And in fact, they have emboldened a lot of this. The world is currently on fire. And it's because the Biden administration has taken such a soft stance on foreign actors who act out, who are against the U.S. in every single way. They feel emboldened to do all of these things. And the rise of these terror groups is just the start. We'll see more chaos in the world, especially if Joe Biden wins in 2024. Let's take a break. We'll be back here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. It's your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by our friends, Acadiana's number one Chevy dealer nine years in a row. Which is pretty impressive. I I I can I I cannot do anything for more than one year in a row. I my ADHD doesn't allow it. But they are so good at what they do. They've been the best Chevy dealer in the area nine years in a row. I can't even do something two days in a row. But they they do it all for you at service. You can get it all there. New parts and used car sales. Uh, I'm sorry, new cars and used cars right there on the lot. New inventory coming in every day. Parts and service available. I'm sorry, I'm getting my. My words all tied up because, again, very long day. Uh, Body Shop Collision Center right there, plus the wash, fine line custom auto. I mean, anything you could need for work on your vehicle, they can help you at Service Chevrolet. And don't forget, uh, men and women of our military, first responders, educators, you've taken the time. You've, You've sacrificed to serve our country, our community, our kids. Service Chevrolet Cadillac has special pricing opportunities for you to thank you for your service and your sacrifice. You got to check them out. 1212 Ambassador Caffrey here in Lafayette or check them out online, servicegm.com. Find new roads with Service Chevrolet Cadillac here in Lafayette. Now, shout out to Rob on the KPL News app who points out that you can call this what I've been talking about, this trickle down policy agenda. The current administration is more focused on DEI hires for cabinet positions than hiring qualified individuals. And this is what we're getting, this chaos in the world, the world being on fire. That's what you get. Rob, you're absolutely right. And if you want to be like Rob and be absolutely right, or you can be wrong on the app. We, I don't judge too much here. But if you want to send a message and be part of the conversation like Rob, 
all you need to do is go to your app store, uh, the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, whatever phone you're using. Go ahead, download the KPL 965 app. When you download the KPL 965 app, what you're getting, all of the news stories that we write, the ability to listen to us live on your phone in case you happen to be driving, you're out of the state, whatever, but you still want to listen to your favorite KPL shows, and the ability to chat with our shows. Acadiana's Morning News, The Joe Cunningham Show. You can send message into the shows. All you got to do is tap the little text message looking icon in the upper right corner of the app. Make sure you've selected the right show to send a message to, and you can be part of the conversation and ask anybody who's submitted uh, a message on the app before. I respond to either on the air or off the air or both, like Rob just now on the app. Anyway, back to the world being on fire. So Joe Biden and Barack Obama, both of them felt like they knew better than anybody else. They didn't need to listen to their advisor. And, and Barack Obama was, uh, was probably worse because he hired a bunch of sycophants who told him that everything he thought was right and everything anybody else thought was wrong. They, 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 he surrounded himself with yes men, and, that, and that's what we got out of the Obama years. And Biden uh, has a bunch of holdovers from uh, Barack Obama's administration and a lot of folks from Elizabeth Warren's orbit. And that makes up his team. Now, some of his cabinet positions, John Kirby is a good example. John Kirby is a little bit more of a hawk than Joe Biden is when it comes to these foreign, uh, foreign conflicts. But for the most part, the administration is in line with Joe Biden because uh, that's what I mean. They they were hired to do that to an extent. He didn't hire anybody that would challenge him and push him, make him think about these things. He hired a bunch of yes men too, and hired a bunch of people that would continue Barack Obama's legacy and a bunch of socialists out of Elizabeth Warren's orbit. That's what they were looking for. They were looking for a bunch of of left wing yes men to serve an ailing Joe Biden, and this is what we get. All right. 232-1542 is the number. Use the KPL app chat to send your thoughts if you want to. When we get back, more of the news of the day might look a little bit locally and see if there's anything that we need to talk about. We do maybe need to talk about John Bell Edwards and his new gig. Coming up in just a moment here on the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. It's your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by our friends at Service Chevrolet Cadillac right around the corner at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey here in Lafayette or check them out online at servicegm.com. If you want to call, 232-1542 is the number. We do have a caller online. We got Chad. Chad, how are you today? Hey, Joe. How you doing, my friend? This is Chad Hart from Orneville. Long-time listener, first-time caller, my brother. Well, thank you very much for calling. Appreciate it. What you got? Well, I just want to chime in on what you said about the, I should say, the deceased <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. General Soleimani. Uh-huh. What, and I, I know you know the answer to this question, what did Iran do when Trump, I should say, when the Trump administration, the Defense Department killed him? What did, how did they respond? They didn't do a damn thing. Nope. Now we got a complacent administration. Like you said, the only thing that changed was the administration and the complacent we're, we're the laughing stock in the world, just like the, the eight years before. 
the apology tour before Trump, mm-hmm. and former Secretary Robert Gates, who worked for George W. Bush and President Obama, said in his book, and I quote, Joe Biden has been wrong on every foreign policy decision over the last 44 years, unquote. Yep. That's exactly right, and, and he's proven it. Uh, he, he's Nothing... Nothing proves that right more than Afghanistan, certainly. But the the treatment that he's given Iran and and Russia and uh, China have all been uh, pretty much proof that the rest of the world doesn't respect what he does. And he's not right whenever he tries to handle these crises. He does not. And because of the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan, the Taliban went from being on the run to the biggest damn arms deal in the world with $87 billion of fine-ass military hardware made in the good old USA. And I just hope and pray, and I'll say it out loud, and I'm not calling again because I'm running for Republican State Central Committee. That's not why I'm calling. But I will say this. It's just pray, hope, and pray, hope, and pray that Trump is in office again before China takes over Taiwan. Because if that happens, that would be an economic choke in the world. I don't think they're that brave, mm-hmm. but Xi Jinping's got more balls than Joe Biden in a heartbeat. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Uh, 232-1542 if you guys want to join in as well. I want to shift gears a little bit. Look at something in the state. You know, Moon mentioned this this morning, and I, I saw the story and, and sent it to Moon immediately because he was right. Moon was right, and I, I don't want to give him a big head bigger than he's already got by saying it, but Moon was absolutely right. John Bell Edwards has a new gig once he's out of office officially next week. He's going to go work for a law firm in New Orleans, and that law firm has already said what his job with them is going to be. He is going to head up the acquisition of green contracts in the in the country. In, in the state, I mean. The advocate reported it. He's going to join a new Orleans law firm. It's pretty Pretty expected. Governor John Bill Edwards announced on Thursday he will be joining the New Orleans-based law firm Fishman Haygood when he leaves office January 8th. In his new position as special counsel, Edwards will work with the firm's business team focused specifically on bringing renewable energy deals to the state. He spent eight years chasing out fossil fuels out of this state, trying to hurt oil and gas in the state of Louisiana, trying to shoehorn renewable energy, green energy, all this stuff into Louisiana so that he could make money off of it. John Bell Edwards, when he could no longer serve in the legislature, ran for governor, backed into it because Republicans could not get their heads out of their rear ends long enough to understand what was about to happen. 
And for four years, he said he laid the foundation. And after four years, it would have been enough. He would have been able to say that he did all this. He brought in renewable energy. But guess what? Republicans screwed up again four years later in 2019. And he got another four years to lay even more of a foundation for renewable energy in Louisiana, not because he thought it was the best thing, but he saw there was a huge money opportunity for it. If you are born and raised in the state of Louisiana, you understand that fossil fuels prop up a lot of our Louisiana communities. Fossil fuels and farming prop up a lot of the communities in Louisiana. And he became the governor of the state of Louisiana, supposed to represent the interests and supposed to represent everybody in Louisiana and actively worked against that huge industry in the state. Why? So that he could go work at a law firm and make money bringing in renewable energy contracts into the state of Louisiana. It was as clear, as clear as could be, that that was going to happen. The outgoing governor's experience and skill will make him will uh, skill set will make him qualified to work in both areas. During his two terms as governor, Edwards made expanding renewable energy and mitigating climate change central planks of his administration. He's also a trial attorney who had a private practice in his native Amit before becoming governor in 2016. I'm very excited about it, Edwards said Wednesday of his new position. I have a wonderful job that I love, but I always knew that it was just for a period of time that I would transition back home and back to the practice of law. Edwards will be based in a new one-person satellite office in Hammond and will travel between Fishman Haygood's New Orleans and Baton Rouge offices as needed. I think a lot of my work will be done wherever I am needed, he said. I anticipate traveling a lot around the state and also around the country to meet with clients and business prospects. He got himself a lobbying job. John Bell Edwards laid the foundation to get himself a pretty sweet lobbying job. (sighs) Folks, I'm cautiously optimistic that Jeff Landry can undo a lot of what John Bell Edwards did, but it's going to take time. He did a lot to really mess up the state. He did a lot to really mess up our economy. He did a lot to mess up our energy sector. And it's because of him Republicans are now a pretty dominant force across the state in ways they weren't before. Because, yes, even though there was a Republican majority, it wasn't a conservative majority. And now we're closer to a conservative majority in multiple branches of government here in the state than we were before. And that's thanks to him. But Like I said, I'm cautiously optimistic. Because I still 
I still subscribe to that one tenet of politics that has not let me down so far. Everybody, say it with me. Republicans can snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. That's nothing against Jeff Landry. That's nothing against a lot of the folks who won in the legislative races and the executive races. But the party as a whole, just collectively, not like the party establishment, but the party as a whole. Republicans have managed time after time to look a gift horse in the mouth. Time after time, they've ruined the opportunities they've gotten. And at this point, I'm not sure that I trust them to actually be able to do the right thing. I'm sorry if you're an elected Republican, you're friends with an elected Republican, several elected Republicans, I absolutely do trust them to do the right thing. Again, collectively, I'm not sure I trust the Republican Party to do the right thing. Because this guy, John Bell Edwards, got himself a cushy, cushy lobbying job at the expense of Louisiana residents. And he will never have to deal with the impact of what he's done. But a lot of Louisiana residents will. A lot of Louisiana residents will. I don't know that the Republicans really understand just how massive the workload is ahead of them. I don't. I don't know that they understand that. I hope they do. But I just don't know. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back to wrap up the show. It's your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by Service Chevrolet. We'll be back in a moment here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 if you want to be part of the conversation or use the KPL app chat to send in your thoughts. I do need to tell you, though, it's after the holiday season. Some of y'all probably got a lot of sweets. In your stocking. I know I got a lot of Reese's trees because the holiday-shaped Reese's are just superior to regular Reese's. But maybe, just maybe, you ate too many sweets. Now you got a little toothache. Maybe it's been a while since you've been to the dentist. I don't know. I'm not going to judge you because it was a long time for me before I moved down. I mean, after I moved down here. But I have good news. My dentist, Dr. Daniel Deku and Associates, TheLafayetteDentist.com, they can get you in. They make it seamless, effortless, no stress involved. If you're somebody who does not like doctor's offices like I do, you won't feel that same anxiety here. They make sure to get you set up, get you whatever you need to get through whatever it is they've got to do, whether it's a cavity filling, whether it's just a simple cleaning and those little sharp hooks that they scrape your teeth with and just... I don't like the feeling, but they make it such a relaxing atmosphere. You don't really feel it like you would elsewhere. Give them a call. Go check them out, thelafayettedentist.com. I can guarantee you with all the services they provide, they can help you with whatever it is you need. Check them out, thelafayettedentist.com. That's Dr. Danielle Deku and Associates. They're located at Kali Saloon, and you can absolutely get the best dental service you can find anywhere in Lafayette. Anyway, before we get out of here, um, earlier today, 
There was a story that came out in Politico magazine. I think it was released this morning. There is a subtle shift happening among GOP county chairs. So, um, you know, throughout you know throughout the country, uh, you know, the GOP and in, in every in the states they are very active, and they've got county chairs, people who kind of head up uh, the local parties. And in a survey of local party chairs, Politico has determined that Donald Trump is still favored among about 37% of them. There's a huge number of them who are undecided. But Nikki Haley's numbers have shot up among them. More Trump skeptical to anti-Trump Republicans are going to Nikki Haley. Ron DeSantis, his numbers haven't moved. He's been stuck at about 9% of those county chairs, according to this survey. Nikki Haley has jumped up pretty significantly. I think she was at 9%, it's now like 17%. But that's a lot of undecided GOP chairs moving toward Nikki Haley rather than to Ron DeSantis. It's an interesting little data point. Uh, not this coming Monday, but the following Monday is the Iowa caucuses. And we will start to see if the DeSantis strategy of doing the full Grassley, hitting every county in Iowa, seeing if that works. Nikki Haley has been playing very, very aggressively in attacking Ron DeSantis in Iowa, but also maintaining a lot of strength in New Hampshire. One of the things to note is that very, very, very few of those county chairs liked Chris Christie or Vivek Ramaswamy, but really Chris Christie evoked the most negative response in, according to that survey at Politico magazine. It's very interesting. So there's still a bit of fluidity. Now, Donald Trump's still the dominant force in the GOP primary, but there's still a lot of fluidity. 37% of county chairs is not a majority. It's a plurality, but it's not a majority. And if that is reflecting the feeling on the ground in some of these early states, you could see things shift. But as of right now, said it before, we'll say it again, especially with all the stuff that's been happening recently. Donald Trump has a commanding lead. And if the election, if the primaries were held today, Donald Trump would be the next Republican nominee. But if there is that much fluidity, we could still be surprised. I'm not sure we will be, but we could still be. Something to pay attention to going forward. All right, that's it for me. 23 hours until I'm back. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at Joe P. Cunningham, Facebook.com slash Joe Cunningham Show, or email Joe at RedState.com. You can also check out my writings at RedState.com or by going to Substack and looking for The Joe Cunningham Show. You can find all of my writings and the podcast uh, edition of the show there as well. If you're a podcast subscriber, whether it's through Apple, Spotify, or whatever, be sure you keep listening. The next episode's going up in just a few minutes. But also, if you haven't yet, give the podcast a rating and a review. Help the podcast grow. We really want to see growing podcast numbers to help elevate the show and help it grow here in the community and abroad. You guys have a fantastic one. Talk to you again soon here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.